I'll probably make a comment or two about my new favorite person in the whole world. America's co-host Christian Blatt and welcome to Who Are These Broadcasters, a show that you would have no idea existed if you were at the live show at the Magic Bag last weekend. With me, Eric Zane of Who Are These Broadcasters. See, that wasn't too hard to say. And a man who's gotten so big, he can't even tell the difference between Dr. Steve and Dr. Drew, Carl Hamburger. <laughs> oh, I, see I, you, boys. I see that you uh, listened to our live show from uh, Detroit, Christian. <laughs> Were you, were yeah, you, I had to listen. Were you since, there? Or something? Uh, as our friend uh, Lorenzo would say, hashtag no invite. So I listened all right. I know, and it was a great show. You're right. Oh, you didn't say that? Oh, I <laughs> no, no. Could have sworn it, you it, said it that. Right. It was such a great yeah. show that we yeah. did. What? Lots of plugs for Tukey Soup, but uh, not even <laughs> one mention mention of who are these broadcasters. You're right. You're, you know, I didn't think about it till uh, no, you started. Of course, you didn't because you don't care. <laughs> Hold you on. Have the show with your name in it. Hold on a second. <laughs> I was going to say, we didn't plug Eric Zane's show either. Uh, our true. announcer, Ted Williams. I, I mean, you really want me to get all the plugs out with Ted Williams, a former crackhead, falling around the stage, <laughs> dropping all the cue cards all over the place? Yeah, I'm sorry, we didn't get, get that buttoned up. He got a couple yeah. of great jokes in at the very end, so oh. I guess I'll take that instead of a plug, I suppose. Wow. So many, so many different jumping off points. Uh, it's it would be a whole show to try to unpack them all, but it was a sizable hold. And I, I hate to say it needed to be heard more than listened to, but that's why you sign up for Patreon to see those shows. I mean, fucking a, it was absolutely outstanding. That is correct. Thank you for bringing that up, Eric Zane. Of course, we're talking about who are these podcasts live from Detroit this past weekend. Eric Zane and I were there. A couple other people too. Most people didn't get the invite. Don't feel bad, Christian. A couple other people were there too. And uh, what we did is we put that out as our regular podcast episode for Who Are These Podcasts. You can check that out for free anywhere. But if you are on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Who Are These Podcasts, you can watch the complete video of that entire live show. And it was, there was a lot going on. It was a blast. And uh, Eric, you made a new uh, connection while you were there. Um, I, you know, being that I've been married for 31, hang on, been married for 31 years. <laughs> Uh, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't really fall on my radar to just walk up to random people who I meet and tell them how stunningly lovely they are. But I had to because I saw her. Lucy Tightbox in the what house. A dream. Fantastic. I looked at her and I go, you are stone cold lovely. I cannot believe how beautiful you are. And I mean, she was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. And then I think she felt bad for me because after I did my bit, she goes, you did a great job. And it wasn't. So I think she felt bad for well, your old pal Easy. Here's how I'll know whether or not she felt bad for you. She genuinely liked you. Did she spin her hand first? That's Carl, how you no. know. She didn't. I, okay. like, I don't know. I didn't I didn't see. Yeah, okay. I didn't that, see. She, said, she felt bad. <laughs> okay, <Fair> probably. <laughs> AI Ray comes in with five euros. 
I was accused of being too tactile with people. I tried to explain that I'm just a touching comedian, but they said, hands off the audience. I don't know if you guys saw the videos. So our, our buddy El Harible was out shooting the line outside to come into the theater. And they're asking everyone if they know who Ray DeVito is, and no one did. And Ray has to immediately start touching people who obviously, by their body language, do not want to be touched. Or is it that they don't want to be touched or that they don't want to be touched by Ray DeVito? That's probably true because yeah. they were lighting up about everyone else. Very excited yeah. to meet Tukey and, of course, Dr. Steve. I didn't hear my name mentioned at all, but they're excited to meet a lot of the cast they of characters. They were excited for Vinnie Parlino. They were glad he was there. <laughs> right. Let me just say that I, I know nothing of this DeVito character except for when people say, people say terrible things about him. So I'm sitting next to this guy eating a piece of pizza. Good pizza, by the way, Carl. In the green room, I'm thinking I'm sitting next to a fucking rapist. Uh, but he was cool. I enjoyed talking to him. I don't know what the fuck everybody's got a problem with him about. I mean, well, what's, he, what's he's like a, a child. He's like he's like um yeah. bringing a twelve year old boy into the big city for the first time, and he just he lights out. He's like, whoa, what is he's, all of this? It's very he's excited. literally Charlie Brown's friend Linus. He walks around with his blanket, and he never knows <laughs> if uh, he can be too far away from it. Fair enough. All right, now that we've covered all there is to cover from our fantastic week in Detroit that every single person was at, everyone who's associated with these shows was at that show. Well, I'm glad that Blind Mike wasn't there either. So it's 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 really, it's just uh, second and third fiddles don't get to go. <laughs> Timothy McDonough, $5, says, this is the only way Ray can get close to touching anyone's funny bone. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I like that. He was going for it. All right, we got to start off with politics because Lauren oh, Boebert yeah. was uh, captured in a theater, and this is fun stuff. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl's segment, making it great with who are these politics. So let's get right into the uh, the summary of what happened, especially for the people outside of the U.S. who aren't involved in the U.S. politics. When we talk about U.S. politics, this is what we're talking about. Republican Congressman Lauren Boebert is offering an apology for not telling the truth about the vaping groping, arguing, and disruptive behavior that got her thrown out of the Denver Center for the Performing Arts last weekend. Boebert initially denied that behavior until 90s political reporter Marshall Zellinger got security camera video showing her vaping, taking photos, getting frisky with a male companion, and ignoring requests to stop until they were escorted out. Boebert now says she forgot that she was vaping in the theater, and that's why she denied it. She blamed her pending divorce for her behavior and said that she, quote, fell short of her values. No, you didn't. That's a, yeah. it's a, it looks like she had a good fucking time. What's a big deal? I mean, she likes cock. Who cares? Yeah, I, I don't know what uh, values she's saying she fell short of, but clearly she values the same things I do when I have a night out at the theater. Something other than watching what's going on on the stage. Now, I've actually never gone through a divorce, but I would imagine... Jerking guys out in a theater would be my healing process as well. So I'm going to give her a pass. I think all three of us are, are giving her a pass yeah, on this yeah, one. I don't, I don't care. I, I, this story is a nothing burger. Well, I mean, well, I don't know. It, does ridiculous. Get, it gets a little interesting. This is um, just the closed caption, or not the closed caption, but the, the actual up-close video of the her. The security camera The security footage, footage yeah. yes. 
and uh okay yeah. little titty little yeah. titty oh, goes right titty. in there and oh, she's like yeah. okay yeah oh she's this going is... going for dick okay yep no nope. yep. and then she turns and is like all right let me let me make sure you get both tits there and uh this was a uh, we've since learned by the way this was their first date and uh i think uh I don't know. I think that this is probably going on her Bumble profile now. You know, this yeah. video and all the coverage. It's like, look, I'm a I'm a gal who likes to have some fun. Right. This is, this, is a, this is a great date. I, I have yeah. uh, I didn't care for anything about Lauren Bobert up to this point, but now I mean she's on a much higher plateau. This is a this is a fun individual for God's sake. But hold on a second. I because I, I remember feeling up girls like this out in public or in a theater when I was a teenager. This is something you yeah. do when you're 18 and you don't really have alone time with a girl. This guy's a dork. I'm just calling <laughs> it right now. The fact that he can't keep his hands off or wait till they get home. He's a nerd. By the way, Howard Stern was commenting this on the other day. And he's like, he was, I am so disgusted of what she was wearing in the theater. What? Yeah, sure. This fucking Man. asshole used to throw baloney at bitches <laughs> while they're getting fucked on his show. What an asshole. Yeah, oh. uh, the the guy who used to say, "So you want to hop on the Sibian?" <laughs> you know, he's upset. Did Robin yeah. at least call him out for that shit? Because that's like her only job now is to keep him in check. Did anyone call I'm him not out? Sure. It was trending on Twitter, and people were. It was oh. a transcript of his of his uh, yeah. uh, spoken words. What a douche! No, no. Robin's job now is that she has four hours, three days a week, where she's not eating. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'll just uh, repeat what Hamburger said. That's nice. Hey, two dollars. Hamburger's taking over. Nice is always around. All right, so, all right, Lauren, you need to explain yourself. Let's see uh, what her excuse is. There's only one place to go, right, Carl? Right, OAN, where they're definitely going to make sure that they hold her to a higher standard. We just had Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, announce an impeachment inquiry yesterday. Uh, we're facing a government shutdown and, and trying to fund the federal government. We have a wide open southern border. We have uh, Zelensky threatening to send uh, refugees here. And what's the top story? Lauren Boebert getting kicked out of the Buell Hello. Theater. In Denver. Hey, hey, Lauren, <laughs> I get it. But you do realize that you jerking off your boyfriend is way more interesting than Ukraine, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I wish she'd lean into it. And, and you know, I mean, can I you know. imagine if just for once she said, oh, my God, he's got a meaty dick and I couldn't keep my hands off. <laughs> yeah. Or or go the other route. Be like, listen, that guy is a premature ejaculator. I got him off in the theater. That's why f- fucking kicked out. I was ready to go. I'm like, this date is over. For Colorado, what the media feel. does. It's what the media does. So yes, what, it is. what went what down? Do. You know, um, I was a little too uh, eccentric. I, I am I'm very known for having uh, a animated personality, uh, maybe overtly animated Me personality. I was laughing. I was singing, having a fantastic time. Was told to kind of settle it down a little bit, uh, which I did. But then uh, my next slip up was uh, taking a picture of right. Uh, the, you can't the take cap- any images of the play. I've done it too. I've snuck them. Right, so you got thrown out because you took a pick and you weren't supposed to. But you know That's what? Right. Here's my whole but thing. There was no arguing. There's reports saying that I was arguing, threatening to call the Denver mayor. I don't know why I would ever call the Denver mayor. I think he would have tried to lock me up. Yeah. Um, there are reports saying I was on the board of something. I don't know what I'm on the board of. Uh, I'm on the edge of a lot of things, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> well, probably people that complain. Here's what I'm thinking. You're in Denver, Lauren. It's very liberal. The people that complained to the ushers that you were being noisy could have recognized you and been like, oh, I think that's that MAGA girl. 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know how they are. I get it. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, I think you explained it well enough, and the mainstream oh. media can take a fly in. <clears throat> you take care. Have a good day. You know, Appreciate you. Thanks so much. I, Bye, Dan. I, yep. would, I, would, uh, I was thinking that this guy wanted to fuck her, but he seems oh. so gay. Well, well, you know, maybe she just wants to, you know, maybe this guy, his name's Dan Ball. Maybe he just wants to watch them, you know, her and her date. You know, he just wants to sit in the corner. What's that called? What's that called? A buck or a shocker? (laughs) What what is it? Cuckold, yeah. Uh, Cuckold. Yeah, cuckold. Uh, You know, the interesting thing, watching this guy, Dan Ball, uh, it reminds me, I'll peel you back the curtain a little bit. Uh, my senior year of high school, I had lunch with all girls, and I used to talk to every single one of them this way. I was yep. like, uh-huh. oh, yeah, 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 me too. Uh, I didn't get a Bobert from any of those girls. It was, <laughs> right. uh, I feel like he's not going to either. But I also hate the way this guy is just agreeing with everything she does. Yep. Taking photos of the theater. Oh, yeah, no, I, I suck at my girlfriend's tits in public, too. No, I get it. <laughs> you didn't do anything yeah. wrong. I don't, I don't even understand why people are upset with that. But I think um, you zoomed in on this here, Christian. Yeah. I, I think that this is important for our visual audience to see. There's a key moment where he's like, yep, me too. And uh, there's a there's a little something that goes with it. And it, you, you might have missed it to hit full screen. So uh, let's, uh, let's take a look here. For having uh, a animated personality, uh, maybe overtly animated personality. I was laughing. I was singing. Having- nice. Oh, that gave her the double wink. No <laughs> way. Twice. Twice. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> yeah, you you know he texted her right after this. Uh, I'm sure that uh, you know he's got her number. He probably set this up directly, and uh, it's like yeah, yeah, you know, uh, ne- next time uh, you know I'm back in Denver, let's uh, get a drink. I think I how my he- wife would. Sorry. Go ahead. Howie has it right here. Uh, eccentric equals drunk and horned up. Yeah, no, I I understand <laughs> right. what she meant too. And I wish my wife would get a little more eccentric. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> All right, so let's just wrap a bow on this story because Bober is uh, accosted by TMZ, and so she needs to explain herself here. Congresswoman, I know it's you know been a rough week, or has it been? Uh, you know, it's um, it's always hard whenever um, there's gravity put on the voters. I'm here to provide levity and lift burdens off of people. So anytime that they're carrying mine, it's something that. You know, I kind of feel deep inside, but ultimately all future date nights have been canceled. And um, I learned to check party affiliations uh, before you go on a date. Uh, but all in all, um, you know, it was, uh, it was mostly a lovely time. And, you know, I've taken responsibility for my actions. Um, I'd love to know how the, the musical ended. And I encourage people to go and see it. But, um, yeah, it, it was a great time back in the district seeing voters and... Uh, so how, how would the vote? Does she even know what musical she was at? <laughs> she, that was no, not she a very no good idea. plug for this. I don't think she, she even knows what she was doing. District scene voters and. Uh, so how, how are the voters taking it? How are the voters taking it right now? Are they understanding at this moment? Yeah, there's a lot of folks who are certainly understanding, um, and they understand that it was a part of my my personal life, my private time, something that I rarely indulge in, and. Uh, It's it's disgusting that there are people in the world that might change their vote because she's yeah. grabbing a handful of dick. First of all, <laughs> right? Good point. Uh, and second well, of all, it's it's horrible that this poor slob uh, who she was with. I think he's actually a pretty prominent dude. He owns something in town, and, and he's now a, he, yeah, he's a he's yeah. a restaurant tour. Yeah, right. uh, motherfucker. Uh, 
a restaurant where they have a drag brunch uh, was uh, oh, some okay. of the media was happy to point out uh, that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's why she's like, oh, yeah, you know, really, it's the, the politics is why I can't see this guy anymore. I yeah. think she probably just grabbed between his legs and was like, oh, yeah, no, no this is over. This is no, this is not going to be worth I, my time. I think it's because he was rounding second base in public. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's very inappropriate, sir. Oh, Are you saying he pulled a Ray DeVito on her? <laughs> Almost. I didn't know she had such gigantic tits. Do you see the yeah. size of those fucking things? Yeah. Dude, you yeah. don't think I Google image searched that after watching these videos? <laughs> of course I saw the size. Yes. Fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah, you're talking about people changing their vote after this. I mean, she won the last time. I think it was like 570 votes. Uh, she's going to win by a lot more this time. <laughs> oh, I think, I think, I think right. this is the best campaign ad she yes. could ever do. All yes, right. I agree. Well, you summoned this, and now it's happening. Here comes the money. Thanks for the super go. chat. Nice. Nice is always a huge supporter. If lucky, Carl will immediately offer the money for another boobs pick from Vic. Nice $20. Nice is always around. That's nice. Nice is always around. That is really nice. It's fantastic. Okay, so right now, we're all getting very excited um, you know, we, we, obviously the, the three of us are all dreaming about going on a date with Lauren Bobert right now. <laughs> and so I think we need to talk 69. We need to oh, get into some, yeah. uh, some 69 action to get us even more wound up here. You've been together for so long. How many years? 69. 69. Years. What's the secret? Oh, six, 68. No, 69. <laughs> all right. Uh, we just had the 69th one. All right. Oh, well, we're going on 70 then. Let me be the first to say, what a lucky guy. (laughs) (laughs) You just got to 69. What a smoke show, Uh, huh? uh, At the end of the day, there are no attractive elderly people. That's that's, (laughs) that's what we have to understand. They're all ugly. Oh, not Dr. Steve, though. We can't say that about Dr. Steve. Oh, fuck. He's not that old. What is he, about 29? I don't know. Mrs. Chuck Grassley here looks like the Lauren Bobert of the village's retirement community. She's <laughs> yeah. quite a looker, and clearly she's uh, into some some wild stuff. But uh, I probably can't get this out of my head now. Anytime that uh, 69 comes up, which, you know, isn't often, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to think of Chuck Grassley just laughing about it. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good thought. Okay, good. No. Now that we've all cooled off, let's cool yeah. off some more with uh, John <laughs> Fetterman. And as Christian pointed out, he's dressed like the lighting double for the Iron Sheik. Normally, uh, <laughs> you don't see. Is he a senator? Or he is a senator. senator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, Before you play the clip, they uh, changed decorum. They changed the dress code for senators because of him. Now you can dress however you want. And uh, he uh, usually wears shorts and a hoodie. I think he was dressed a little bit better uh, on this day in question. And so a reporter asked him a question about... Speaker Kevin McCarthy's plans to file articles of impeachment. And actually, this was also shared by the good Reverend Shitstain UUAC in the Discord. We do have a Who Are These Broadcasters Discord channel in the Who Are These Podcasts Discord server. And let's see how uh, the hilarious John Fetterman responds to this. Asking about this news that uh, Speaker McCarthy has formally launched an impeachment inquiry, has said he's going to. Oh my God, really? Oh my gosh. You know, oh, it's devastating. Ooh, don't do it. Please don't do it. Oh no, oh no. We gotta run back to the office, but um, 
<laughs> oh, what a fucking caveman. Jesus. No, if he wasn't brain dead, I'd say that was pretty funny. But I don't know if well, he's actually trying to be funny. He's, no. He's uh, he's Chip Futterman there. Fucking home run, yeah. Futterman. <laughs> Futterman. <laughs> uh, $2, Futterman is the best. Well... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, not? I mean, look, it'll just it'll just tell you what a shitty idea it was. Like, hey, let's have Dr. Oz run for a Senate seat. Uh, you know, there's there's no way anybody be able to beat him. Not that retard. <laughs> You're blaming Dr. Oz for this. Well, you might be right. You might be on to yeah, something I think, there. Yeah, I think that uh, you know a, another option might have helped. You might be right. All right, we got one more clip from politics, and then we'll we'll move on to uh, to talk shows. We've been documenting this over the last couple of weeks now. <laughs> Is it this poor Republican Tim Scott? Everyone assumes he's gay, and they just keep asking him over and over again whether or not he's gay, and they find different ways to ask him this question. It's getting embarrassing. Before I get into policy with a little bit of a personal question. Yes, ma'am. All right. So other than your mama, is there any special lady in your life? Yes. So if you haven't read about her yet, I don't, I'm not sure why not. It's one of the more asked questions recently. I do. I'm being a lovely Christian girl. One of the things I love about the gospel of Jesus Christ is it points us always in the right direction. Proverbs 18:22 says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So can we just pray together for me? Oh. So, yes, I'm very excited. Very excited. That's good. Sounds like you found a good one. So important. I have. I'm reasonably yeah. sure there's semen leaking out of his asshole when he stands up. <laughs> Leave this poor gay man alone already. Yeah. Jeez, this is insane. It's a harassment to the LGBTQ plus community right here. <laughs> well, you know, Carl, in some circles, people are so worried about being considered gay. They build a radio studio in their basement at the Hamptons so no one can ever see them. Uh, oh, wow. Our second Howard Stern reference of the show <laughs> just now. <laughs> Yeah, and I forgot to say that uh, Fetterman looked like J.D. Harmeyer, so, you know, I, I could have had three. Well, Mongo over here for $20 says, we found somebody centering John is smarter than. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. He's trying to get uh, that IQ test going up against Blind Mike. You might want to start with John Fetterman. But I, I swear to God, I, I would love to see this lady just go, all right, here's the deal, Tim Scott. I'm going to pretend there's a closet door in front of you, and I'm opening it right now. Would you like to take a couple of steps out? <laughs> What, you want to just come out? You want to just come, It's not really a closet door. Let's pretend it is. You want to just come out? It's like, Jesus Christ, he's not coming out. Oh, man. That, <laughs> well, is, that go. is excellent. I love how this is now three weeks of this awesomeness. So thank you. Yeah, keep it going, everybody. This is great. That's the only question I want this guy to ask is, produce your girlfriend. Where is she? <laughs> Prove it. Stick, drop a digit on her right now. Let me smell your finger. Oh. Which one do you think? <laughs> what do you think happens first? They stop asking him, or he just gets some mid-level staffer to you know go to appearances with him and pretend she's his Christian girlfriend. Oh, I think the latter. You know, <laughs> I think it's the latter. It's funny you. I, I, I'm kind of peeking behind the curtain here, but you mentioned about people sending them to you. Does that that's a regular thing, right? You're getting contributions from people who see these things and then send them off to you guys. Does that actually happen? Yeah, I, I get uh, tweets. People tweeted at me, which is great. And then also in our Discord server is a great place that to do it. Oh, and email as well. Fantastic. Yes. Very cool. Very, Make, very cool. No, makes I, I just get easier. alerts for Tim Scott gay. Uh, that just shows <laughs> yeah, up every time I go got on the internet. Google words for it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's perfect. Oh, God, that reminds me of a quick Ray DeVito story. So we're at the bar after the show, and Ray's hitting on Ari Jane, as he's ought to do. And uh, 
Someone was like, I, I think Ray is, is going to score with her. I go, okay, spell his finger tomorrow. It'll just spell like his nose. Trust, <laughs> trust me. He's not getting anywhere with her. All right, let's move on. Talk show time. I said, can you dig it? I think so. We're going to start off with Kelly and Mark. Kelly Rippa and her husband do a show. You know how much I love when married couples do shows together. So they decided to have uh, Ryan Seacrest, who used to be a part of this show. And uh, he's going to come back and he's going to get balls thrown at him by Kelly's husband. Nothing gay about this. I mean, what was the word you were looking for earlier there? Cuck? <laughs> is that the word you were looking is. for? There it is. Go. There it is. Yes. So, (laughs) I was trying to figure out why this clip was so long that Christian sent me. And then, uh, if you're just listening, so he's he's wearing some type of clothing that these balls stick to, and the guy in Mark's just chucking balls at him, uh, which is already gay enough. But then he turns around and bends over, and it is a perfect shade. It's pin the tail on the dumbass right there. It's (laughs) impressive. It's a ball. It's a ball right on the ass. And uh, yeah, they they do it for a minute. They're trying to set a Guinness World Record. Uh, spoiler, they don't. Uh, but <laughs> I only cut 30 seconds of that clip and it felt like I'm like, I must have taken too much of it. But uh, I wanted to get that in there. My favorite part, though, is you hear at one point Kelly's like, go for the crotch, go for the yeah. crotch. So I feel like this was, you know, when he was still there and he still hosted the show, this was like game night when the three of them would get together. She'd stand in the corner. Mark would throw balls, and she's like, yeah, 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 go for the crotch. Go for the crotch. So this seems yeah. well-rehearsed is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah this, w- this was nothing new. Yeah, yeah. I will say the last thing I uh, watched with Ryan Seacrest or listened to was his radio show, and this is a million times better. <laughs> yeah, his radio show is <laughs> awful. He's got his own War of the Roses. It's like, I forget what they, they brand it, oh. but it's basically just that over and over again. So bad. And, so uh, bad. And Rob V. It's called Ryan's Roses. And I I had to uh, uh, break my then girlfriend's heart when I told her that my roommate called in to pretend to be one of the people in a fight with his girlfriend because obviously it's all fake. And she was like, What do you mean? (laughs) Go figure. And you don't you don't actually call someone who is cheating on their girlfriend every fucking time and have them read the exact (laughs) script every fucking time. Go go figure. What are the chances? I mean, if I was cheating, I would I would talk to Ryan Seacrest about it. I don't know. I, th- I think he would be the one to help me through it. I just like that Rob V for five bucks wrote deeply closeted gay man. And I think that's before we put Ryan Seacrest out yeah. on the TV. So could, could be. Yeah, he's not <laughs> closeted. He can't be. Come on. No, it, it was when Eric was all horned up. I think that's when he sent okay. that super chat. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> it's possible. All right. One more on the talk show side, because as you know, there aren't talk shows. There was one that was going to come back. Actually, there were two. Uh, we won't talk about Bill Mark today, but Drew Barrymore said, you know what? The people need my talk show. We yes. have to bring this back <laughs> to the American people because there is a writer's strike, and I'm all for that. She's been in Hollywood a very long time. But 
There's also people, you got to put people first. And I guess that didn't work out very well for her because she got a lot of backlash. So here it's time for the tearful apology where she proves that, yes, she does need writers <coughs> in order to perform. I've been through so many ups and downs in my life. And this is one of them. Is this an up or a down? You can't say, <laughs> I've been through ups and downs, and this is one of them. Ups and downs. And All right. And by the way, somebody should, point, somebody should point out to her that the hair and makeup people are not on strike. Um, <laughs> yeah, the directors are not on strike. Well, she could have definitely run a comb through that hair. That's the same thing that Ashton and Mila did when they did their big apology tour. They say, all right, let's go out. The extra mile look like fuck, and then we'll roll the phone, okay? Well, also, how do you not learn from Kathy Griffin? who tried this shit many years ago, going, making an apology without having any makeup on. And my favorite Kathy Griffin joke came from Jimmy Schubert, who said, she's so ugly, if she gives you a blowjob, it counts as anal. <laughs> oh. I deeply apologize to writers. I deeply apologize to unions. What did she do to these people? I deeply apologize. Line. <laughs> Can I point out who's getting bullied in this scenario? This yeah. is a woman who has been bullied behind the scenes who is coming yeah. out with this apology right now. I would I would love it so much if she said, I'm not sorry about any of that, but I will honor the agreement. Fuck you, but we won't be going back to work. And then, you know, <laughs> right. I mean, she, you, you can do it both ways. You don't have to be such a fucking spineless idiot oh, about it. I know. Yeah, sorry. It's... And you know what? By the way, this is the first time I'll ever say this. I actually did want Drew's show to come back. I was oh, I never right. would have watched the Drew Barrymore show unless she's pissing off all of Hollywood. Then I'm like, all right, I'll tune in for that. That sounds fun. I was so excited for this show, for our show, to have Drew Barrymore clips while she's right. you know being a scab crossing the picket line. I couldn't wait. Uh, I, I, how come, uh, boy, it, it, it really must be a bummer if you're in the union because these things happen. And when, when I grew up in the 70s in Detroit, people get fucking killed for this shit. And, no, I mean, nothing happens here. People <laughs> break this. People break this fucking thing. We need one of these people to die. <laughs> time, time well, I, I like that Eric's pining for the good old yeah. days when people were so, murdered for crossing yeah, the picket line. Yeah, my, my, my wife and her sister are getting up at 5 a.m. to uh, pick it outside Dancing with the Stars tomorrow. So, no, nobody needs to die. <laughs> I don't exactly I mean, know what to say because sometimes <clears throat> when things are so <clears throat> tough, Killer. It's hard to make decisions <laughs> from that place. The same people who got Jeffrey Epstein just sneaking behind her. <laughs> oh fuck! I don't know if there's anything else out here worth playing. Is there no, anything else? It's, it's fine. There's there's like a moment. It, it's not worth showing, but she goes on about like you know I'm not part of a PR machine, and it's like it's very obvious yeah. that you're not. And she's like I'm just giving you my honest, unadulterated thoughts. And then there's a very clear edit right after she says that. So <laughs> okay. you know, it's like, but even I, even I had to uh, do it fun. for time. I think that uh, she ended up going back and not doing her show because she realized she couldn't be the least popular cast member of the movie Fever Pitch. Fair enough. It's a deep pull right there. Fair enough. <laughs> I felt good about it, and you know what? I stand by it. All right. If you stand by it, then I'm happy for you. Guys, let's move on to some pundits. Folks out there need to listen up, mainly because here comes who are these pundits. And 
We're going to start with Alex Jones. Now, Alex Jones is defending his buddy, Russell Brand, who's got some heat on him right now. People are coming out. Accusations are flying around. And, of course, all you have to do is be like, I met the guy. He was cool to me. (laughs) That's always a good thing to say when uh, someone's being accused of rape. Hey, I know Russell Brand personally. I knew him back when he was married to Katy Perry. He's come on the show a few times. We've hung out some in Austin. I've never seen women throw themselves at anybody like with him. And, and I mean, I've seen the old footage of Elvis with women pulling their panties off, throwing them. It's like that, okay? At restaurants, at one of his events I went to, it was literally women jumping at us, okay? And he's. This guy sounds very jealous, doesn't he? <laughs> he sounds like he I wants mean, to be Russell Brand. Everywhere yeah, you look. I know. Is he doing a regional airport tour? What the fuck? <laughs> Okay. And he's a big guy in person. No one ever accused him for the last 15 years of assault. They say he's a big sweetheart. And now because he comes out against Big Pharma, he comes out against the globalist, he comes out against the uh-huh. New World Order, suddenly the allegations are happening. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'll read Hackride's uh, joke here. Is Russell's brand damage teehee? See what I did there? <laughs> I you. sure do. Home run, call me a home run. I just want to point out, because Alex Jones is saying that suddenly all these things are happening. I first discovered Russell Brand going up against Big Pharma and the New World Order over three years ago. There was nothing sudden about this happening. Yeah, no, as soon no. as you speak out against the COVID vaccine, then you're not allowed to rape anyone anymore. Then they call you out for it. <laughs> as long true. as you get the jab, uh, it's fine. You, you, you used to be able to just want. join Scientology and get away with it, but now you can't <laughs> even do that anymore. It sucks. <laughs> uh, Shane M1980 for five bucks. It's Carl. When on Shuli's shows, please don't do the sucking thing. It's super cringe beneath you, in my opinion. I agree, sir, which is why I've never taken two dicks. I only do the one at a time. But I know, I know what you mean. That that's run its course, I believe. They got to stop doing that. Nelson's TAS and Game Archive two bucks. Eric Zane, tell us how you feel on Biden next. Okay, this must be an expansion on me saying someone needs to die when it comes to strikes. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> I'll have to save that for another show, Carl. All right, very good. Uh, anything else on our our boy Alex Jones? No, the uh, comment I wanted you to read from Hackride was actually, if Drew Barrymore and Carl Hamburger had a child, the amount of smile talking this creature would be capable of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's just get to Hackride's third mic then. If you yeah. like Hackride stuff so much. Actually, Hackride, you, you free on Tuesdays? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. That's when we do this show, Carl. <laughs> hey, it's not a bad idea. All right. So this is Newsmax, and thank God someone's watching Newsmax. It's only Christian Blatt, but someone's got to do it. <laughs> it really is just me. <laughs> yep. So I guess this host, Greg Kelly, is going to explain why Aaron Rodgers got hurt. If you haven't heard the news, Aaron Rodgers, and I think the third uh, play of the game, his third drop yep. back, uh, got a season-ending injury. And so we're going to find out why that happened. One of the core tenets of your mental health is that self-love. And that's what Ayahuasca did for me, was help me see how to unconditionally love myself and it's only in that unconditional self-love that then i'm able to truly be able to unconditionally love others Mm -hmm. what um how about going to church (laughs) 
whatever the hell he's talking about, ayahuasca tea is a crummy substitute for God. All right? I'm sorry, uh -oh. but... I thought it was nutty enough that he what he was saying, and then this asshole trumps <laughs> yeah. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Carl. That whole uh, Demar Hamlin thing could have been avoided if he'd only had Jesus in his life. <laughs> man, he had Jesus in his life. Uh, uh, spoiler alert: Demar Hamlin, a deeply religious man, and uh, <laughs> his heart did stop on, on the that. field. Uh, That's the, all right. Can I just explain real quick the real reason why Aaron Rodgers got hurt? The Bills defensive line, baby. Watch out, AFC East. Oh, no. <laughs> We're running over everyone this year. <clears throat> also pretty sure the, uh, the the Jets were definitely uh, napping on D there. Uh, God, God forbid you protect your quarterback. Oh, st stop it. What are you going to do against this the Bills team that's so deep at defensive line and only getting better? You know, I know what we do about it. We check out some local news. <laughs> Others imitate We appreciate it. two dollars oh thought you said nudes max i'll give uh eric zane the background on that when stuttering john went to washington and was trying to uh be hilarious asking republicans questions that were good right gotcha questions that he was going to take them down with he what he said was hey i'm i'm john with nudes max and he tried to say it oh. fast so that they thought he said Newsmax, but oh, he couldn't no. get sued by Newsmax because he was saying Nudesmax. Oh, uh, wow. Very clever, John. I'm very very clever. clever. Yeah, I know. It's very impressive stuff. All right. So we're still talking about Aaron Rodgers, believe it or not. And uh, what happened was Aaron Rodgers left Green Bay. And there's some people in Green Bay who are a little butthurt about this. And so a local bar ran this special. They said if the Jets lose, you know, that's Aaron Rodgers' new team. If the Jets lose, we're paying for everyone's bar tab. So everyone gets there on Monday night to watch the Bills and the Jets. Aaron Rodgers goes down. Third play of the game. Everyone goes, well, this is a no-brainer. The Bills are obviously going to win. What they didn't realize is that Josh Allen was playing for the Jets that night. That's not the point. The point is the news, <laughs> the news covered this, and it's pretty funny. Enjoy. And the mood has changed considerably. That is because the Jets just won the game on a long touchdown in overtime. You could take a look. This is the reaction from a bar where people are realizing the bar tabs they've been racking up all night, thinking, certainly with Rogers hurt, the bar was going to be paying that tab. It is setting in. They are going to have to go to the bar and pay that tab. That's where we're at. <laughs> You know, Christian, you're really rubbing this Bills loss in my face today. It's it's a bit much, don't you think? Carl, the, the, the drunks of Wisconsin are the real losers that night. Why do you have to be so selfish all the time? Oh, man. Dude, I'm I surprised. And, and being that this guy, I'm surprised didn't take him out back and beat his ass based on the color of his skin. <laughs> the sun never comes out here, so we know it's not a tan. You come with us. Honestly, I think Josh Allen should have paid all these tabs. Oh, this good thing. I like how Crows is in the background there. The guy with a hat. Holy shit. Be in effect for the for another 12 games this season. As long as the Jets and Packers are not playing at the same time, this oh. Jets lose you in promotion is in effect tonight. Bill and Natalie, the house one. 
Wait, this promotion uh, stays in effect even though Aaron Rodgers no. isn't playing for the Jets anymore? No, he didn't He didn't explain it right. Uh, earlier in the evening, they explained as long as Aaron Rodgers is in the game, okay. uh, then it uh, counts. So it would have counted for this game, but not the rest of the season. Got so it, no, okay. they, Yeah, it's not just if the Jets lose because of Zach Wilson. Well, you My roll God. the dice, you take your chances. I mean, there's always the possibility. Yeah, AJ, AJ, do yeah, these some... do these fans yeah. kind of deserve it for cheering for a Packers Hall of Famer and a Super Bowl champion and four-time MVP to get injured? I don't think that they were cheering for the injury bill as much as they were cheering for their odds of having a free night of booze on the house. They weren't going to have to pay for it. It was a thought, at least, when Rodgers got hurt. I have a feeling that come tomorrow morning, a lot of these folks are going to wake up unhappy about the bar type they had to pay and unhappy that some of them showed up on video clapping and waving at the screen when a Packers legend got hurt. And maybe how much they decided to drink when they thought the bar tab was uh, on the house. AJ, thank you very much. Uh, a wild ride from start to finish. This guy's a oh. fucking narc. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No kidding. I mean, these are these are grown men who uh, wear uh, plastic cheese on their head uh, regularly. I, I don't think that they're embarrassed. I, I think that they're maybe yeah. mildly hungover. But I think everybody had a fun night at Jack's American Pub. They probably have promotions around who next Stephen Avery may murder if he's ever let out of prison. There. Do we need to say allegedly, Carl? I don't know how that works. Uh, in Minecraft. Murder in Minecraft okay. is uh, Minecraft. the yeah. new way to get around yeah. that. So you talked about cheese heads. What about cheese steaks? Let's go to Philadelphia because we're still in local news territory. And the cheese steaks in Philly are so good. You have to guard them with <laughs> very expensive rifles. Residents are thrilled the original Jim's West Steaks in West Philadelphia is back in business. Thank you. But this time, customers can expect to see armed agents out front. The violence has spiked. Um, it's good goes up and down. You want people to be feel safe and to be safe, you know, so when they come out and eat, they don't have to worry about no type of harm. There are lines are down the block, so while you standing here in line, connecting with other people that you may not know, we got security right here just to keep you guys safe. The owners hope their presence prevents crimes. It's not just myself. It usually be other agents who sworn and certified through the state of Pennsylvania to do security work when they're off duty from doing what they're doing. All of us are former military, police law enforcement background. Other business owners have hired armed agents too. Did they hire the Black the Panthers? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, you know what? I misspoke. Which city in Mexico is this? <laughs> no, no, this this is Philadelphia, Carl. The city of brotherly love. Imagine being oh. stationed in Afghanistan and now you're qualified <laughs> to protect cheesesteaks. That's got to suck. Jesus Steve. Christ, what's going to happen if Jamingo goes on a rampage? They're all going to be dead. <laughs> in North Philadelphia. As a business, if you want to secure your business and you want to make sure everybody's safe, you got to spend that extra money. While some customers support the enhanced security. Safety and good food is always a plus. If it deters it, I can't complain, I guess. But, you know, I'm, I'm not exactly a big fan of guns, but I guess Others think it's dead. not necessary outside of Jim's <laughs> West. Now, North Philly, where that gas station is where the guys out there with the machine gun, I can understand that, but here, it's a little overkill. Yeah. Even if you just had an... Can you stop listening to hip-hop for the three seconds you're on the news, sir? <laughs> I mean, it's very rude of you. Oh, I'm guard. <laughs> okay, but just walking around with the machine gun. It's not family-friendly. I'm here to protect you. I'm not here... To well, hold on a second. That's not a machine gun, is it? 
No, it's a fucking rifle. <laughs> it can't be legal to have a machine gun in Philadelphia. Machine gun, come on, I don't care how asshole. good these cheesesteaks are. <laughs> Jesus. It's not family friendly. I'm here to protect you. I'm not here to, you know, cause any trouble or be that guy with the rifle. No, you're uh, literally there to be the guy. With the yeah, right. You are the guy with the rifle. <laughs> All right. Well, I had a good time in Philly uh, last is, year. Is it too much of a of an inside Philly joke for me to ask if uh, when you wait in line, do you have to get in the wit vest line or the without vest line? <laughs> uh, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, it's how you order your cheesesteak. It's all right. Oh, okay. There's, all right. That guy Kyle on Discord is going to love that joke. Uh, <laughs> well, so we were in Philadelphia. I did a live show there with Dick Masterson and the crew earlier in the year. And uh, someone told us, you got, we got to go get cheesesteaks at this one place. So we, we go down and we get we get in line for these cheesesteaks. Now, our bad, it was noon on a Saturday. So probably not a great time to get in line for cheesesteaks. So we wait in this long-ass line that's wrapped around the block. And we get up towards the front. And someone's like, uh, did you guys already order cheesesteaks? We're like, no, we're in line. They go, oh, no, this is the line to pick up your cheesesteaks. You have to get in that line to order your cheesesteaks. And that's when I went, I'm going to go eat Mexican food down the street. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Yeah. And then three hours later, everyone else I was with finally got a cheesesteak. So. It was probably Pat's or Gino's. And yes. if you go to either of those fucking places and you fuck up your order, they like say, get out. They don't. They, it's, it's remarkable. They're just such assholes there. What? There's an yeah, asshole they're... in Philadelphia? I don't believe it. <laughs> Well, Carl, you're lucky that, uh, you know, you made it to the Mexican restaurant because I assume that this was before the guy with the with the machete was out there. The uh-huh. He's got, you know, so you're lucky you were safe. I don't know how lucky I was because it was a Mexican restaurant in Little Italy. It wasn't the most authentic <laughs> Mexican food I've ever had in my life. I probably would have been happy with what? the machete. What, Luigi's taco joint? That sounds great. <laughs> it was, I was all right. All right. Uh, let's go to Alabama. Carly, it happened after last night's game at Jackson Olin High School. BPD says as officers were clearing that stadium, they asked directors of both minor and Jackson Olin High School bands to stop performing. Jackson Olin's director complied, but they say minor high school band director Johnny Mims instructed his band to continue. When officers tried to get the director to stop again, they attempted to arrest him for disorderly conduct, but they say things got physical. The arresting officer alleges the band and director pushed him, and that's when he tased him. Mims went to jail and was charged with dis- disorderly conduct, harassment, and resisting arrest. Jefferson County School Superintendent Dr. Walter Gonsolin says in a statement, I'm in the process of gathering all the facts and feel it would be inappropriate to comment further until that process is complete. Of course, we'll continue to keep you updated on this story. Back to you in the studio, Carly. So that these are both black schools, we can assume. <laughs> I, I wasn't picking up on that, but you could be correct on it. He should have told him to start playing fuck the police or some shit. Well, all I was thinking was if you get tased because the high school band's still playing, how bad is that band? That must be the shittiest high school band on the planet. <laughs> they were probably playing surf music. Uh, <laughs> Damn, you got me with that one. Eric uh, sent us this story, and I, I think, Eric, the only reason you saw this is because in your search history, you have minor high school already in there. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you got me. You got me. Before we get too far away from it, the comment that just came in <laughs> says, uh, Jim's on South Street better than both of those. And this is the problem with Philadelphia because I had a conversation. I never even asked anyone where to get a cheesesteak. Yeah. No just gives come, a fuck. They just come up to you and tell you where you have to get a cheesesteak from, and they all argue with each other about it. Exactly. Go eat your shitty food somewhere else, asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, they're fine. It's fine. I don't know about cheese whiz. I don't know about cheese whiz on a sandwich. I love when people get all, oh, well, that's not an authentic cheese. Like, I know. We improved it. We put provolone on it. It's better now. Anyway, I'm getting too fired up about cheesesteaks, apparently. Yeah, it's all right. All right. So, um, God, I don't even know how to set this one up. I'm just going to want to play. Sir, was there any concern that he would team up with another small man? Actually, this one does need to set up. Um, do you want to do this one, Christian? Yeah, sure. So this is a press conference. Uh, it's announcing that uh, police apprehended this escaped convict. I had to look up his name because I'd heard the story. Uh, Danilo Cavalcante. And uh, so this is the very serious press conference uh, in Pennsylvania. We're having, spending a lot of time in the Keystone State today. Uh, so there, you know, this is the sheriff taking serious questions. And then this question comes in from a uh, Philly area comedian named Mike Rainey. Well, sir, was there any concern that he would team up with another small man to step inside the trench coat, little rascal style? No. Is this a no fun police? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, just because this, they let a, you know, a convicted murderer escape, run around for two weeks, you can joke a little bit, you know? You would think so. <laughs> Oh, and the looks like uh, like uh, yeah. Tackleberry behind bald dude right now is giving him the side eye. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, wow. on the on the basis of of that question, uh, I looked up Mike Rainey, and if you'd give me a moment, I'd like to read his bio because I thought it was funny. Uh, Mike Rainey is a fat moron from Philadelphia. He co-hosts Dad Meat podcast with the funniest dude on earth, Tim Butterly. In addition to podcasting and performing stand up, he's written two books: Terrible Advice and Terrible Advice for Parents. He has a wife and three children who help him to better understand Chris Benoit every day. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, that last part's fun. I'll give yeah, him that. I, I wanted to build up uh, to the last part. All like, right. That's not so bad. <laughs> I'll give it to him. <laughs> Thought you were going to tell me he wrote Ha Ha History. Question, come on. The little rascals in the trench coat. Uh, you know, that, that's He's all ripping me off, Christian. He ripped me off. <laughs> I invented that. That's my bit. That's my bit. All right. So we're still looking at uh, local news here. And, of course, our girl, our girl Julie Baker in Colorado Springs, who likes to put out her own reels and show us how yep. hilarious she is on the local news. What was it last time she was all she was talking about her outfit or something? Yeah, she's talking about how crazy she was. And uh, yeah, th- this is pretty much more of that. <laughs> OK, sounds fun. Can you tell you what happened on the middle toe? Yeah. I don't know. What mm-hmm. happened? Nothing. That's what happened. <laughs> Do I look like a lady who's about to go to Central Park and feed the birds? Good morning. You think you can afford the gear like this? <laughs> Absolutely not. I have paired this 1970s jacket with these Carhartts that don't fit. And I got to tell you, this is a look. And when I say oh, look, I mean Jesus L-E-W. The low rise look of the early 2000s is back. I love these. I think they're so cute, but I'm in my 30s and it's giving me butt crack vibes. Um, did you call Ooh. me Julie? Because clearly my name is Miss Frizzle. Where's the dog mess? <laughs> Julie, what you wearing now? Good morning. <laughs> what am I not wearing is the question. I'm new boot goofing. If this doesn't say boss lady 1992, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm going to pause it. We'll start it up again. I'm noticing that you guys aren't laughing hysterically at this. Is this still yeah. coming through? Is this still working? You guys can it's see the video. Let, let, let me hang on. Let me check my mic. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, my is mic's it, working. That is yeah, still on. Yeah. Okay. And it's really conflicting because she's cute, but she's so yep. fucking stupid that you know <laughs> I kind of want it to be a quick death. Hold on a second. She's cute, but she's stupid. 
You mean yeah. she's cute and she's stupid. <laughs> Was, okay? It's like a Crayola box vomited on. Fake news, I am not affordable. Ask me. Me will tell you me's not affordable. Okay? I'm about to teach you guys something about the small intestine. Like, I'm going to hop in the bus. I'm going to shrink us down. And again, kid, I told you guys that I'm in my menace era when it comes to gentlemen. And I've been it. saying crazy things to them. Do you think this would really like? Oh, okay. First off. This is a woman I would think would be giving her boyfriend a hand job at a theater. Yeah. That that I would well. expect from Julie Baker. But what is going on with these bangs right here? What is this? Oh no. These are the women who oh. own this store, this vintage clothing store? Ah shit. Yep. I was going to careful Carl. Those are your next two review girls right there. <laughs> I was going to show my wife this. I think if she's a hairstylist, she'd be way too offended by it. <laughs> oh shit. When it comes to gentlemen, and I've been it. saying crazy things to them, do you think this would really like land them? Be flocking. Uh, uh, get away. When she said, uh, get away. When she said, when she said, gentlemen, I thought she was gonna say, and you two look like gentlemen <laughs> because they do. That's, oof, that's rough right there. That's not TV ready. That is local news. All the way, it screams yeah, local but news. I don't know. She's she's just looking for one of us to take her away from all of it, you know. And, and look, you alluded to it. Colorado Springs. It's not that far from Denver. Beetlejuice is still in town. You know, she just wants a night out. Somebody well, go take care of Julie. Well, Baker. speaking of Denver, there's also Tukey. So <laughs> maybe I can uh, play matchmaker for these two. I think they could have a lot of fun together. All right, let's go back to uh, Pennsylvania and Philadelphia. Archie Raps is trying to hype up some uh, some Eagles fans with the rap stylings of Archie Raps. This is going to get a little cringe, everyone. So I'll, I'll warn you right now. It's uh, a lot of white people doing hip hop. Never a good thing. Hey, hey, okay, touchdown in my city. Uh, go hard or go home. Yeah, it's bird gang till we drop. Rep that hard, locked in my zone. Yeah, I'm cheering loud for my team. Put my jersey on in my back. Know that energy is on feed, dog, no matter where we at. On that field, yeah, pound of rock and go long, boy. We walking into your end zone. That fight song is our song, boy. First down on first down, whole roster on can't touch me. You'll never take me out, but I still bleed green if you cut me. Like Philly at the top, we here to stay. Put the work in, gotta fight. Yeah, we going all the way. Stay united as a team. Feel the passion in the There you go. That's the that's a cherry on top. There's one black girl back here, and they're they're hiding her. Get her out in front. These oh. guys don't know what they're doing over here. Wow. Where, where is this bar in Philadelphia where they recorded this? That there's all these white people. <laughs> I know this does not exist in Philadelphia. There's no way. <laughs> This guy is so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Okay. He, he, he's holding his hands like a best man at a wedding. <laughs> yes. Watch this. And he, he's going to go for his pocket. Then he realizes he's being awkward. So he's just like, yeah, no, I'm just grooving <laughs> over here. Keep an eye out of it reminds me of Jim Norton when he's acting. He never knows what to do, do with his hands. He's just like, uh, I'm just well, being natural, right? That dude also realized he's wearing the same jersey as Archie Rapp, so he's even more embarrassed. He's it's, like, oh, man. This whole thing. But <laughs> it hurts, don't it? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. 
We see what you did there. You got the shirt and everything. Like the, what, what happened there? <laughs> this producer came in and just took the microphone away from him. You're done with yeah. this, yeah. sir. Yeah. God, <laughs> no more microphone Pray. for you. Praying for a drive-by, for fuck's sake. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No. $20 coming in says, this is why I moved out of Pennsylvania after eight months. Oh, man. Pennsylvania's Too many getting... white people. That's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what Nice is saying. Yeah. <laughs> Pennsylvania's not is that, getting is that a today. lady from is the one with the visor it looks no it's not a visor it's a, it's that's the guy with that uh, bandana over the producer's head uh right behind like the short fat guy yeah that's a visor <laughs> that's definitely a visor that's yeah. a visor I think so okay yeah He's, he's uh, going to try and get nine holes in uh, after this. Uh, yeah, everything you need about me. Well, maybe that is a bandana. Oh, that is a bandana. You can find my socials, my oh, music. Oh, look I at that it. necklace. I didn't even notice that the first time I watched this. <laughs> you can't get that into the stadium. No. There's no fucking way. So, uh, so yeah, Carl, and he mentioned the website Archie Rap. So you and Blind Mike might need to keep an eye on this guy for who are these socials. I feel like uh, the next one's going to drop soon. Well, he's a talent, so maybe we'll follow him <laughs> just so we can get it on the ground floor with him. would be good. All right, well, since we're talking about uh, the Eagles, let's get into some sports here. Home of the hourly triple play. Michaels is a guy that I've enjoyed over the years. I think he's a pretty good play-by-play guy. But uh, there's a number of people who feel like maybe he's overstayed his, his welcome by a few years. And he's doing, what, Thursday night football now yeah. on Am- streaming on Amazon? And yes. We're, the we're only not even place sure. to get Thursday night football is the uh, company who sends you your packages a day later. Yes. We're not even sure if people are watching these or not. I think <laughs> Al Michaels is convinced no one is because he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> And this is him, and we're coming back to Philadelphia again, and he's going to welcome us back to a stadium that was imploded in 2004. Oh, no. Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia. Oh. Start of the third quarter, the prime stories. 13-7 to 7 is the score. With the- oh. Yeah, that's bad. That's <laughs> really good. bad. Uh- uh, Carl, that was a farcical call, unless anyone think otherwise. Uh, Veterans Stadium uh, does not exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was a farcical call. Uh, he yeah, made a reference a at the call. end. He made a reference about uh, Howard Stern's penis, and I believe that <laughs> that's proof that Veterans <laughs> Stadium is not no longer yes, in existence. That's how we know. <laughs> All right. So Eric Zane insists that this clip will separate the men from the boys. And wants to know if we are too square to know why this clip is great. My boy Travis Kelsey, because he's on my fantasy team, catches a touchdown for the Chiefs. And let's listen for the call here from Ian Eagle. Kelsey, the motion man, low snap. Mahomes moving pocket. Mahomes floats it up. Caught. Touchdown, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey finds a blank space for the score. Okay, so is this where I talk, or is this where you idiots try to figure out what this is going on here? Well, you were so excited about this clip. Uh, I feel like uh, you should explain yourself in front of men. Well, guys, I don't know if you know this, but uh, there's been some rumors about uh, Travis Kelsey dating uh, Taylor Swift. That part I did know. That was the thing that I did know about this. 
Well, I and Eagle referenced a Taylor Swift song with that touchdown. Hey, uh, Eric, I'm sorry. Nelson's TS and Game Archive says interrupting Super Chat goes moo. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry, it just seemed very important. So well, I did know the thing about Taylor Swift and, and Kelsey, yeah. but I did have to look up. What blank space? Well, I did too. Okay, but, good. I, but then, right. but then I, oh. but then I, since I figured it out, I was like, "There's no way these assholes are going to know this." So then I just, <laughs> yeah. It, unless he had said, "Like, wow, he was really able to shake it off," I wouldn't have been able to get a Taylor yeah, Swift reference. That's that would be my one and only. But you were so excited about the clip, I felt like we needed to to spend. Oh some yeah, time I was excited <laughs> that I figured it out all on my own. So if if they were on the road, you probably would have said the haters going to hate, 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 hate. Which would have made it a lot easier Absolutely. for us as well. Absolutely. Right. By the way, how many? How, do you think she's had sex with a hundred men? See, this Taylor is a, Swift. This is a big debate on the Drew and Mike show because Drew's convinced she doesn't put out for anyone, and that's why she goes through boyfriends so quickly. They're all just like, "Well, what are we doing then? What do you oh, think, Eric?" On. No, I think she likes lots of dick. I really do. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not I mean, the guy. I'm not the guy that when a chick's getting a lot of sex, you say something bad about her because guys do it all the fucking time. I don't give a shit. But I'm just saying, if if you go, you know, it's a rental property when you start dating uh, dating <laughs> Taylor Swift. It, it, it's it's not gonna last. I love a good rental property. There's nothing wrong with that because you know, listen, I want to move on to other things too. That's, this is fine. Okay. I mean, they're, they're, I can't imagine that she would have uh, spent time with the werewolf from Twilight unless she was getting his werewolf D. You know, I, <laughs> I can't imagine that she wasn't putting out. Tell us in the chat if you think that Taylor Swift's getting a lot of dick or not. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be taking a break and then we'll take your calls in the next hour. Let us know how much dick is Taylor Swift getting. Let's, go, let's pull up her who's dated who and get into it after the break, everybody. Time By the traffic. way, I'll have to say... She's always quack, quack. dating like she. She's usually dating like twinks and shit like that. But this guy's a fucking meathead. Uh, they they seem mismatched to me. Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Okay, so that's that's what we'll have to look for the next concert. If she's wobbling up onto the stage, then, <laughs> then we'll know what's really going on. All right, this is uh, college game day, and uh, or is it, maybe it's not college game day because. Uh, What's his uh, name's no, in this? It's oh, Dion. Pat McAfee, but I think he does college game day. Okay. So, uh, yeah, at least on a special occasion like this one. Yeah. A, a big celebrity shows up. Theater like that. Wait. What the rock? What is this? Uh-oh. Oh, no. Deion Sanders, very excited to meet uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And um, I'm going to say you guys wouldn't fanboy out if you got to meet The Rock and he showed up to shake your hand. No, I would I would ask him for the twenty five dollars back I spent on Black Adam. (laughs) Oh, I guess you're just super heterosexual then, Christian. You don't want to fanboy out over meeting The Rock. Fine. No. You know what? I can't I can't smell what he's cooking. I have no idea what he's cooking. 
I fucking love everything about this clip. I'm just gonna say it. I've uh, I've 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 liked how McAfee, what he's he's blending in. He's bringing some life to that show because there's a bunch of fucking stuffed shirts on there. I love Deion Sanders. He's a riot. I love that this is happening. Everything's great in my opinion. Also, the the rock intro music still gets me excited, even though I was watching wrestling. I think in 1999 when this was a, a phenomenon, and I'm still excited about yeah. that happening. Okay. This is described as the most professional about face in sports broadcasting history. Yes, they want to get something, even if it's six, eight plays, they get there and give that defense a rest. That's what they really need. As we look down, the Gamecocks, the 25-yard line. You know, speaking of uh, Lucy Tightbox, I wish the Ice Ups Go-Go Dancers choreography was this tight. Wow. That was impressive right there. <laughs> For those just listening, you're seeing Brad Nessler and Gary Danielson facing away. Their backs are to the field, and then their chairs spin around the exact same time. It was and unbelievably also the, the cameras also switched exactly at the right time. Yes. So the camera's always looking into their faces. It was just perfect. That was yeah. awesome. Well I was executed. just pissed because I took 90 to 1 odds that neither of them could stand up, and uh, so I lost. Oh, wow. This, you, you, the odds were uh, in your favor, though, obviously. <laughs> Not so. All right. So this is um, Geno Smith is called for a um, intentional grounding, and he is not happy about it, but the ref tells him what's up. Intentional grounding. grounding. Offense number seven. I've ever heard Adam official. We'll get to the penalty in a minute. He just told Geno Smith, I'm talking to America. Pete Carroll is livid. Well, he wasn't pressured. It's, it shouldn't be grounding, right? Yeah, we, we heard it. He just said it. Thanks yeah, for telling right, us. Right, right, right. Oh, that was spectacular when it happened. I was watching it live and then I got pissed off. Fuck you, Lions. Goddamn. <laughs> I do like that the, the ref is just like, all right, shut up, not Rus Russell Wilson. Get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not a big enough a star, Geno Smith, to be yelling at me right now. Yeah, you're yeah. you're you're leftover Jets trash. I don't have time for you. <laughs> all right. A lot of Jets talk today. So Colin Cowherd, now I've made this point before that I enjoy him. Now I don't listen to him, I haven't watched him in many, many years, so I don't know what he's up to now. But, man, is he making me look bad for saying that I thought he was good <laughs> and that I enjoyed him. This is uh, this is not good. I was more of an ACDC, Guns, oh, really? Guns N' Roses guy, yeah, but I knew of Metallica. You were an ACDC guy? Oh, I loved him. Van Halen, ACDC is all I listen well, Van to. Van Halen is in a different category. Oh, no, ACDC, Back in Black. That's, that was Rocky your fire like a hurricane? Song? Absolutely. So did you listen to that driving into the herd on the Friday show? You guys didn't listen to ACDC. It, it is. Uh, who didn't listen to ACDC? The thing well, that, first of all, uh, apparently Colin didn't either because, of course, uh, Rocky Like a Hurricane is a, a Scorpion song. And I'm sorry, what were you going to say, Eric? No, no, I'm with you. And, and uh, it, the thing that gets me about him is, A, moments like this happen a lot. And even his normal speaking voice, like when he's calm, he's doing this. Mm. He is a huge puker and he does it so much that that's his natural voice he uh, that's the way Colin Coward talks and I, no, I believe his uh, mic has a setting that's marked Zane and then they just oh. click that before <laughs> <laughs> but, but when I saw this I was like who should I be offended for ACDC or the Scorpions 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can't name two ACDC songs. Really? Yeah. I mean, Back in Black is an album, but how the fuck does he not know one other song off that album? It's like the number one selling album of all time. Right. And Rocky Like a Hurricane is his second example. Yeah. You mean you shook me all night long, which, by the way, they play at sporting events, which I think Colin's been to a few. I was also distracted by the other guy who, when he's talking about ACDC, it's like he dropped that he was a fan of, you know, Cannibal Corpse or Guar. Right. It's, like, it's ACDC. Their songs are in car commercials. It's not that crazy, dude. Yeah. Who listened to ACDC? I don't know. Every single fucking person who turned the radio on listened to ACDC. That's who you're talking about. <laughs> All right, oh, man. So this is a a deep fake video that's uh, pretty yeah. obviously a deep fake video. You can tell by the cadence of the voice, and uh, the graphics aren't great, but they're okay. They're passable. Apparently, there were a number of outlets that uh, reported this as an actual post game press conference that took place. Uh, this is Iowa's coach. You all have had fun with this twenty five point obsession, and I get it. I do, but if I'm not mistaken. We just dropped 41 on Saturday, so maybe it's time to grab a hold of your little step ladders and go ahead and climb out of my ass for a while. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. If I saw that, I would believe it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I absolutely would have believed that that well, was real. You'd, you'd be in good company with uh, Outkick and Mike Golick Jr., both of whom <laughs> had to apologize for thinking it was real. But uh, I wish a coach would say something like that. You know, let's let's have more fun with it. He's got the delivery of Al Gore. You can't be a, a coach, <laughs> a college football coach, if you talk like that. The planet has a fever. <laughs> no one's no one's getting psyched up in the locker room <laughs> with that kind of pep talk. All right, uh, one more from the sports, and uh, the kicker here in the Colorado Colorado State game makes a very long field goal, game-winning field goal. And it's very exciting. And so there's some advice that comes from the uh, color commentator here. Was that His Missouri name is Kansas? Mavis. He missed the 53. Yeah, it was Missouri oh, Kansas State. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I, uh, I had my games confused. That's, I was reading, I was reading Christian's note notes like an idiot. That's all right. That's all right. Carl, I was His gaslighting name? you. I just wanted you to look like Colin Cowherd. <laughs> Damn it. You got me again. Well, look, at I like all the players on Colorado State, like uh, Smith and Jones and Jackson's Dion. good. <laughs> His name is Harrison Mevis. He missed the 53 order. 61 yards out. Is it good? Yeah. <laughs> They're partying in Columbia. It's the longest kick in SEC history. He's going to have the night of his life in Columbia. Yes, he is. There's no <laughs> doubt. Keep your clothes on tonight, young man. <laughs> I mean, the exact opposite of what he's going to do. What, yeah, why would you I tell mean, him that? Yeah, he's going to get anal for sure. 61-yard kick. He's a kicker. Let him get his dick wet. It's the one yeah, time the kicker's yeah. going to get his dick wet, and this cock oh. block is just like, all right, now let's not do anything crazy. No, get crazy. This is your chance. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Let's end things with the most cringe video you've ever seen. This is a broadcasting uh, great moments in – Broadcasting history highlight for me, anyway. Might have happened a long, long time ago, but let's discuss with Carl and Christian who are these moments in broadcasting history. Now, this got brought up on the last episode, and that's because we were watching the Chevy Chase show, and Chevy Chase was uh, being a little indulgent and decided to sing three Chevy Chases at the same time while singing to show us how talented he is. 
So that reminded me of Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo was doing a comedy special and decided at the end of it that he was going to sing a song for his fiance to prove how much he loves his fiance. And it is so cringe. I just looked at uh, Christian's background there. It threw me off for a second. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, Christian, did you say you haven't watched this yet? No, no, no. I, 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 so I think it's from a special that I saw like many years ago, but mm-hmm. I don't remember this. And, yeah, I didn't want to watch it before the show. I wanted to enjoy it with, uh, with the folks, as they say. Okay. I'll just uh, point this out right now. I think this is a fun seed to plant. Uh, they are divorced. And it was messy. Oh. <laughs> and there was, oh, uh, no. yeah, child custody stuff. And <laughs> All right. But let's go back to happier times before we talk about all that, obviously. You know, I wonder why Joe never ages. He's in that thing the whole time. Okay. You got, you know, I asked this audience is mostly from New Jersey. And again, I know we broadcast to, to most of the audience is actually in New York. But I was going to do something for you tonight. And I'm going to ask you to stay with me. I wrote a song for Kimberly Driscoll, my fiance, right? And I got to tell you, I would never do this on like if it was like, you know, like a national HBO special or something like that. So I'm going to ask you, it's a straight song. There's no jokes. I know my mother likes it when I sing. So are you with me on this? Can we do a song for you? Like a song song? My mother uh. likes it when I sing. Oh, it's like he's at a mob bar. He's dressed like a mobster. (laughs) He sounds like a mobster. He's he's uh, yeah, sign of the cross, that whole thing. You know, the the only thing he really had in his skill set was that he did a pretty good Sinatra. So I think he uh, kind of embraced the the whole persona. Okay, stay with me. This. This is for, I'm so hesitant to do it, but I feel at home. I'm <laughs> sure. a family and oh, friends. Yeah, right. So this is for Kimberly. I'm yeah, gonna... th- this is insane, too. This whole build of like, oh, no way I wouldn't do this. And my mom told me I had to. I feel weird about it. And then watch how into it he is. This whole song is such a big fucking production. I'm gonna rock it with Ira and the guys. Stay with me, guys. You sit on this? Here we go. I like how he's barking out instructions. Are we ready? Are oh, we ready? Yeah, we're fucking ready. <laughs> like Come on. Michael J. Fox and Back to the Future. I'm trying to yeah. follow me, guys. Try to keep up with this one, all right? Blues yeah, Riff and look, B. Look for the changes. Yeah. <laughs> Guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. Multiple angles. Yeah. One more video. Oh, he's got a video oh, production. Pictures of her. Day. I don't know what to do, don't know what to say, you know I need you girl, desperately, oh I need you, Kimberly, oh. Kimberly, 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 Dude, that chorus literally generates better melodies than that. <laughs> Kimberly, 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 Kimberly. Patty, Patty. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, now, these are the most generic lyrics you'll ever hear, so let's listen closely to these. Okay. They say it's all wrong. We know it's all right. Of course, of course. I love it so strong. We just begun to fight. I don't understand. Oh, what your daddy don't see. I love what you're playing. Kimberly. Meant to be. Oh. Oh. Kimberly. Kimberly. Right. So basically, this whole 
song is about the fact that her dad goes, I don't know, this guy seems like a loser. I think he could do better. <laughs> That's what this whole song is really about because he's these are grown adults, Joe Piscopo's uh, celebrity. And this whole song it's is just a- like, no one wants us to do this, so we're going to do it anyway. And everyone's just like, oh, we don't care. It's fine. It's like, it's like retarded Rosalita is what this is. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh no! No one's trying oh. to pull you apart, and the fact that she's no. on the side of the stage watching this, so he's making her sit there and watch this all, and they have video footage in the background of them making out. <laughs> this is so douchey. Oh no! Uh, oh God! I love this though. Captain, I love that. Captain Dunzel. Oh, this, no, this is everything I want from from cringy performances. Captain Dunzel says, this, "Audience, stay with me." I, I love that you had to say that three times. Stay with me, everyone. Come on, please. Why don't, why don't they let us be? Yeah. Is he saying, why don't they let us be? Are they bothering you or something? What the fuck? I, I, well, you're a woman, I'm a man. Just pissed. Sorry. You're a woman, I'm a man. Why don't you take my hand? This is a grown <laughs> adult. He goes, there's no jokes in this song. No, the whole song's a joke, sir. You're wrong about that. I'm sorry, Chris. What were you saying? No, that's all right. I think her dad was just pissed because he was like, you, you know, the... The colored guy's the funny one on the show, right? That's, that's who you should go. Yeah. He makes a lot of money. That's You're, who you should He's go like, for. You're dating Gumpy? She's like, No, no, I'm not dating Gumpy. Like, ah, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh, no. That's it's a big production. It's mine. We're going to make it for a decade or three. We're going to make it to divorce court. Yeah. I also love that he goes, he doesn't know what to say, but he's able to write a whole fucking song. And and you know, when he wrote it, it said, make sure you yell three, four and give the safe sign. Three, Three, four. I'm sure this band needs his direction to figure this out. Stop kissing. She's pretty hot, though. (laughs) She's a fucking... I mean, she's no Lucy Tightbox, but she's something. (laughs) I mean, if she asked me to write a song, I would, you know? But uh, I don't don't think I'd think, like, oh, you're probably going to like this. I I think this might be worse than... uh, This one song is worse than, you know, Robin Thicke did a whole album to try and get his wife to come back to him Mm, after he cheated on her. Yeah. Yeah, this might be worse than that. How would you know? No one's ever heard that album. (laughs) Uh, Somebody told me about it. (laughs) I was trying to explain to someone at the airport who Emily Ratajkowski was. And I go, it's yeah. the girl from the Blurred Lines video. She's like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, you know, Robin Thicke? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. that is. This was a girl in college. 
I thought I was talking about modern things that people knew about. This yes. even Robin Thick Bird Lights like that's before my time. I don't know what the you fuck are, you're talking you about. You are becoming old. You are get you are on your way. That, welcome to my world, fuckface. Yeah. All right. I mean, okay, Taylor Swift Swifty over there. <laughs> I, dare you. I think you should realize that uh, you've got nothing to talk to college girls about at this point, Carl. <laughs> no, unless, no, unless they're fans of Tom Myers. I did have something to talk to her about. I'm, I said I'll have another Amstel Light, please. So, uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I get it. Hey, kick it out or kick it for me, baby. And then he brings her out. This is a man who's very insecure. Oh. He gives him a flower, he's like, no. Oh, God. Ugh. She wants to stay out of the spotlight. If by I the could way. just you have that? Right you know, right that was for my, my bride to be. And I know you see us on Howard Stern. Howard, we love you. And I had to ask, can I have a, do I have a handheld microphone anywhere? Just toss it to me. We can hear it's you. Right. I ought to ask Kimberly what she really, here comes the handheld, baby. I want to talk to you. It's Channel 9. Stay with me, folks. Here we go. Thank you very much. No, stay with me. When, stay with when me. we're on Howard, people it always ask, I wanted to do this on television. When we're on Howard Stern. And uh, you know how I feel. How, does it bother you? Does it bother you when he's when he's running after you and I'm pulling you off? This is what people always ask me to ask you. <laughs> no, because it's all in fun. It's just a big joke. And also, for the record, we did not get engaged on the Howard Stern show. He did it very romantically at home. All right, before we talk about their romantic engagement, so not only did he have to sing this song, he then had to explain that he's not a cuck, and that he, you know Howard Stern might be grabbing her and stuff like that. But no, this that's not real. That's just radio stuff that's well, going on. This and, is, and now Derek that I realize is so that embarrassed. This- now that I realize this is for Channel Nine, uh, so so this is happening. This romantic gesture is happening in that place, that romantic city of Secaucus, New Jersey. So this is where all the romance happens in the world. That's why I, I had wish- to explain that there are people in New York watching this before yeah. the song starts. Like, by the way, <laughs> most people in New York are watching this. It's not just this shithole. If there was only a way to find out how much cocaine was in his bloodstream when he did this, because he's so coked out here. Holy oh shit. yeah. It's um, terrible. And, uh, Why don't you tell the folks how I did it? Well, it was 2.30 in the morning. It was my birthday. 3.30 in the morning the on my stomach. birthday. And uh, he, he got on one knee and he said, I'd be honored for you to be my wife and I'd be honored to be your husband. And he got on one knee and he said, will you marry me, Kimberly? Wait, 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 wait. What kind of story was that? It was 3 a.m. on her birthday? So you guys are up drinking all night, doing yep. blow, and then oh, he yeah. just proposed to you and that was romantic? <laughs> Yeah, we we were chopping lines, and he handed me the credit card, and it said, "Will you?" Question <laughs> mark. What a pile of shit! <laughs> no, she's really hot. Is she wearing measuring cups on her ears? Are those measuring spoons on her fucking ears? Did now you get, see that shit? get back in the kitchen now, Kimberly. <laughs> Do that. You guys are very very gracious. We'll be right back. Thank you. We had no Ugh. choice, Joe. You gave us no, you guys are very gracious. Yeah. No, no, no. There was no choice. I never saw a poll show up. No one ever asked my permission. No. Funny story, real quick. Real quick. I was about, to, I was uh, on the verge of losing a radio job in New Jersey. I ended up keeping the job. But it was when we were syndicated. They go, we're thinking about bringing in a new show. Joe Piscopo. Oh, they, right. they, they brought in Piscopo to audition for the fucking show. And they called yeah. back and go, ah, oh, fuck it. He's terrible. We're staying with you guys. No shit. Because he does <laughs> yeah. have a morning show. And uh, yeah, it was, maybe it's Long Island. Yeah. Huh? 
our, maybe it's New Jersey. Yeah, our, our oh. show, uh, our the Dennis Miller radio show was on the same station in New York, so uh, okay. we were encouraged to have uh, Jersey Joe on once in a while. And you know, oh. like, nice guy on the phone, but uh, he also didn't write a song about me and do it on television. So oh fuck. Yeah, this is boring. Uh, well, Carl, thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm, I, I'm going to have I'm going to do a deep dive on Kimberly now. <laughs> Oh, oh, gosh, I wish these kids could have figured it out because they look so happy and in love together right there. Yeah, yeah they didn't make it, huh? Yeah. I, no. You know, it obviously shows that he thinks he's definitely in her league, that he had to bring her out on stage and yeah. show her how impressive it is that he has a whole theater full of people watching him. Like, see, I know I'm not, I know I'm annoying. I know I'm not attractive, but uh, yeah, there's this, right? Channel nine, yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh my god! Not, not, not I haven't I haven't seen that kind of chemistry since uh, Chris Brown and Rihanna. And, oh, uh, I, I, I'm sure that uh, if they couldn't make it work, who can? <laughs> and with that Chris Brown joke, I will say, yep. please check out Christian Blatt's podcast, The Blattcast. Where can people find that, Christian? You can find it on the Blattcast YouTube channel, B L A D T C A S T. Uh, in fact, right after this show, 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific, uh, you'll see part two. Yes, we needed two parts for the 30th anniversary of the Chevy Chase show, where I was joined by a friend of WATP, Liam McEnany, my pal Tom Kelly. Uh, so you can check that out right after this. And uh, I'm on social media, Christian DMZ. Excellent. Definitely check that out. And then, of course... Eric Zane with the Eric Zane Show podcast. That's exactly right. We had a lot of fun breaking down uh, the explosion of every Nick Chubb tendon today Oof. on the podcast. How about that? Oof, Good what, stuff. An, what an injury. Is he out for the season? Is he, is he going to come back? There was uh, concern about him losing the leg. Holy shit. Fuck the season. The leg. <laughs> okay, We're going yeah. for leg. That's not good. So if he was down to one leg, that would make him, what, the second best running back on that team? Ah. <laughs> that's true. Okay. That is true. Um, did, so, Brown, yes. Did, did Pittsburgh win last night? Now I'm trying to remember how that game ended. Yes, it was very they annoying. did win. It was, uh, it, was a, uh, it was a last, I think a last second victory. I'm not positive, but yes, they uh, they did win that. You know, I do like to see Deshaun Watson suck. So that that part of it was fun for me. Yes. I yes, was I was absolutely. enjoying that. All right. And of course, who are these.com is where you can go to find all things who are these? Who are these podcasts? Who are these socials? And of course, who are these broadcasters? This very program. And you can get links to all of our different social media accounts as well as our YouTube channel where people are watching this live on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. And gentlemen, by tomorrow we'll have our own feed. This will be its own. No, it'll be its own feed. Who are these broadcasters? Its own standalone podcast feed. I'm oh. very disgusted by that. I was liking all the uh, nice conversations yeah. I was oh, having right. with people who aren't happy with. Yeah, that. Reddit was really happy with us being on the main feed, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss that interaction with. All right. yep. maybe no. next week we can read some through some of the Reddit comments, see if we can learn from <laughs> some of the constructive criticism. That those fine folks are giving us. All right, Christian, what do you what do you got for us today, buddy? Well, uh, I'd like to close out the show reminding you that every mic is a hot mic, but it doesn't make you a hot shot. And get your pet spayed or neutered. Who are these broadcasts are doing the work for people? The main.
mainstream media makes tremendous mistakes. Let's find out. Oh, come on. It's no joke. We are doing it. We are having fun. Who are these broadcasters are making sure you get the narrative? Carl, Christian, both are doing a tremendous job. Probably the best job anyone has ever done. Lots of people are saying that the best broadcast there ever was. Who are these broadcasters is on your site to observe and report. Who are these broadcasters with Carl and Christian? You know, folks, it's really no different than a police officer running to the scene of a crime or a firefighter running into a burning building. It's what they do.